You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio. It's time now for the Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lintonello. And that's right, and it is time for the Classic Car Show exclusively on America's Web Radio. And uh, we've got Tom Cox and Richard Lintonello, and uh, Richard has both toothpicks under his eyes, keeping his eyes open. Rough night, rough night, I'm sure. But anyway, we're glad to have you guys listening. And uh, uh, by the way, I want to mention the fact, and and uh, if uh, Tom or Richard disagree, well, I'll cut them off. No, uh, if you have a store or a shop or you're involved in the classic car business in some way or the other and uh, listen to our show and would like to advertise in the Classic Car Show, not only can you advertise in the Classic Car Show, but if it's a product that Tom and Richard have used, they'll be glad to endorse it for you. And um, if you want details, contact General Manager GM at America's Web Radio and would like to talk to you about advertising in the number one classic podcast in the country, and we've got the facts to prove it. We're listened to, by the way, not only all over the country, the U.S., but we have a big following in Canada, the U.K., and particularly in Australia. So if you've got a product that you want to let people know about nationally and internationally, Contact GM at America's Web Radio. Now, with that being said, let's go to the host, Tom Cox and Richard Lintonello. It's all yours, guys. Welcome to What a heck of an intro. (laughs) Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year to everybody. So, uh, Richard, you are... uh, at uh, at an event this weekend, huh? Yeah, I'm sitting here at the Crankshaft booth. Started at 8 o'clock this morning in Knoxville, Tennessee. It's called the Cabin Fever Car Show. It's at the Knoxville Expo Center. And we have a booth set up trying to promote the magazine. And I'm sitting here looking at all these wonderful, shiny cars and hot rods. And there's a Mini Cooper in front of me and, and a 54 you know, Ford Custom and just great selection of cars. It so, sounds uh, like that Mini Cooper is... You hear my voice put, going put, in put, and put, out put, today put. and hear background noise, that's the reason why. Well, we yeah. do hear a background so, noise, that's for sure. Yeah, we've got a clip going on for some reason in there. I don't know what that's coming from, but anyway, hopefully... Hopefully it's not out there on the air. It may be. There yeah. we go. It's, it may uh, be, because uh, I'm hearing the... I'm hearing the same thing, Tom. Where it sounds like uh, you got a putt putt going on in the background. I know. Sounds like we've got a uh, a brass era engine running there. It sounds like a loose tappet. Yeah. I think one of the lifters is stuck. So. Well, Richard, crawl know, under it and sure. fix it. Hey, Rich, 
try, yep. try, try, try muting your phone real quick and see if that stops. Okay. Hold on. Could it be the convention center that I'm in? I doubt it. Because once you've muted, I mean, it should go away, I would think so. Right. Richard, how about about cutting off? Richard, how about just cutting off and calling back in and see if that'll do it? Want me to call back in? Yeah. Let's see if, by leaving, if if that cuts off whatever is going on. Well, it doesn't. No, it's still there. It's something, uh, you know, I I have no clue, but it's something coming into the well, board. Well, wait till Richard calls back in, and then I'll I'll drop out and come call back in. Okay, and folks, just bear with us. This is called uh, fix it on the move. Then I'll drop <laughs> out and come back in. Live radio, but yeah. also known as a cluster. Yeah. <laughs> it is definitely clunking. See, we'll wait for Richard to come back in. And there's okay, I'm back. All right. I'm going to drop out. See if that makes a difference. Okay. Well, it must be something on my end, and uh, I can do the same, because it continues, and I have no idea what's causing this. Okay, uh, okay, we found the problem, or we sort of found, I think we found the problem, and uh, are you back with us, Tom? I guess Tom hadn't come back, so it's your show, Richard. He's not back yet. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh, it's all yours. uh, Your coup coup worked. All right, well, I'm glad that leak down Tappet problem has now been rectified. And there's Tom. Oh, I think Tom's back. Okay, Tom. Hey. The listener has been... It went away. Yes. Wow. Must be the signals up here in uh, sunny southwest Virginia, you know. Um, We have that uh, er, early 90s cell service up here, you know. (laughs) What can I say? Is that why you carry the bag around? (laughs) Exactly. Yes, the bag phone. Comes in handy up here, I'm telling you. Good gosh. Sorry about that, folks. I'm sure a lot of people were uh, wondering what was going on. Never had that happen, not even in a phone call. Um, so there you go, folks. Well, before before we get started, before we get started, I want to make a shout-out to all our listeners in Australia. Because my oldest daughter, she lives in Perth, Australia. 
And the car scene there is amazing. And when I visit her next year, hopefully uh, a lot of oddball cars, you know, that never came to the States, including pre-war stuff, cars I never heard of that are right there in Western Australia. So we're going to see if we could do some features on it for Frank Shaft Magazine. So hello, everybody. In down in Australia. Looking forward to meeting you all one day. Down under. They yep. do have a huge uh, automotive enthusiast uh, group down there. And they have a lot of interesting cars, and there are a lot of uh, import uh, cars from the U.S. there. And, like, there's a ton of Grams. The, the Graham Brothers cars, there's a bunch of them down there. Graham Pages, um, I'm shocked at the size of the clubs down there. Hudson was also another favorite down there. Um, Pontiac, really too. Strong club. Yep. Yeah. Let, yep. let me interrupt yeah. you. Let me interrupt you one second. While you're there, would you entertain speaking to some of their clubs? Sure. I think that would be wonderful to go to some of the car shows. Yeah, so uh, yeah. Australia, listen up. You've got an opportunity of a lifetime. And uh, just contact me or contact GM at America's Web Radio, and we'll see that uh, you all get in contact. Good. All right, I'm looking forward to visiting the place. It looks absolutely beautiful. My daughter loves living there, and, uh, yeah, can't wait to see you. So welcome to 2023, Mr. Tom. Yeah, life is life is good up here on the mountain. In fact, I'm just getting ready to. Uh, that was the uh, frosty Dr Pepper of the morning, and uh, gosh, you know the other thing we have to think about. You know, Happy New Year, and this is a, pretty much this is our one year anniversary for the show. Um, right. I think probably our next next show will uh, actually call it our official one-year anniversary, but uh, it's been nearly a year since everyone's been uh, suffering through our foibles and all of our uh, exploits and occasional technical difficulties and things of that nature, and I can't tell everybody how much we appreciate it, and, and we mean that sincerely. We really, really, really have been... Uh, impressed with all of you guys that are constantly listening and uh, week after week uh, getting in contact with us, asking questions, doing things, buying cars, um, asking about tools and products and things to use. Um, thanks so much, really. I mean, this is uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, it's really been enjoyable. And uh you know, it allows me to have all of the perseverance to deal with Richard, and that takes a lot. You know? <laughs> it, it, well, you, you sound like my wife. She's always complaining. <laughs> I'm, your, ra I'm your, uh, your radio wife. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're my radio wife. <laughs> but, uh, well, you know, you're going to have to put up with me in a few weeks when I pick you up and we drive to Williamsburg. For the AACA uh, Winter Convention, so uh, I'm going to cram you in my Mini Cooper with all my boxes of Crankshaft magazines. So that's going to be a fun journey. We'll have a good yeah, time. Yeah, that'll be five. Uh, you know, nearly five hours of, of nonstop 
uh, Richard Lentinello and Tom Cox. Uh, you know, and who knows what the heck we're going to talk about. God right. almighty, that's going to be quite the drive, yeah. And uh, the speaking of the annual convention, it's going to be February uh, 9th through the 12th. All of the yep. big-time activities uh, start on uh, the 10th, and they're going to have a number of tours for folks to take uh, to areas of local interest, uh, the Mariner's Museum, uh, Williamsburg, um, and, of course, in Williamsburg, Virginia, and they neglected to me- mention that. But uh, if you go to www.aaca.org, um, you can uh, pull up the calendar and you can get in touch so that you can register for it. There's still rooms left at the host hotel. There's still room for registration. There's going to be a lot of great seminars that will be going on, particularly all day long Friday is nothing but automotive-related seminars. And then on Saturday, they're going to be uh, more. As, there's going to be more as well, as well as the grand finale on Saturday evening is our AACA National Awards banquet, and we like to refer to that as the Oscars of the automotive restoration and show world. Uh, for those of us who are uh, Stock car enthusiast, and I mean stock is in configuration, not as an oval. Um, right. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be a great time. And the best part of that whole thing, uh, don't get me wrong, I love listening to seminars last year, like uh, the one that Pat Mesher from Bob Speedometers did. Uh, great seminar. Um, you know, our our friend Alex. Uh, doing his seminar on his Volkswagen restoration. A lot of really cool stuff. But better than that, gosh, you get to meet so many great people. And uh, every year and the I, trade I show. new people. And the, oh, and the, God, the yeah, trade I show. forgot the trade show. This year, yes. this year, the trade show is going to be like no trade show we have ever had in the history of right. the ACA. And, 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 and why, why is that? Is that? Well... <laughs> Because it's going to be a booth with Crankshaft Magazine. Come on by, folks. Say hello. Buy some magazines. Support the cause. Buy me lunch, too. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) Is there a Waffle House close by? (laughs) No Waffle House. (laughs) Okay, uh, gentlemen, we're we're going to take a break, actually. All right. If that's agreeable with you gentlemen. Okay. Okay, we'll be back right after this. Since the 1960s, J.C. Taylor has been America's premier specialty insurance provider for classic cars, antique autos, modified, and custom vehicles. Our customers have trusted us to protect their prized possessions for more than six decades. For more information, or to receive a quote, contact our expert team today by calling 888-ANTIQUE or by visiting our website at jctaylor.com slash awr. That's 888-268-4783. Or visit jctaylor.com slash awr. Drive through time with peace of mind. J.C. Taylor. When it comes to car magazines, are you tired of reading about mega-dollar collector cars you can't afford, or endless reporting on auctions and how-to tech stories that don't interest you? Then Crankshaft is the car magazine for you. Crankshaft is a 144-page softcover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories. 
the type of car features you won't find anywhere else. It features American and foreign cars, pre- and post-war era cars of distinction including sports cars, muscle cars, and regular family sedans too. To discover what many car enthusiasts are saying is the best car magazine ever published, you can purchase either a single copy for $12.95 plus $3 postage, or a one-year subscription, four issues, for $59.95. To order your copy, go to www.crankshaftmagazine.com. That's www.crankshaftmagazine.com. This is America's Web Radio. Would you like to have a show, talk about your business, or express your opinion on America's Web Radio? Just email gm at americaswebradio.com and we'll get back to you. Thank you. And now, back to the classic car show on America's Web Radio with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello. So, right. when we left, uh, we were talking about the AACA annual convention in Williamsburg, Virginia, February 9 through 12. And, uh, you know, we're going to be hanging out over at the uh, crankshaft booth. Uh, Richard has not increased my hourly pay. Uh, so I'll be there sporadically. I'm I'm on strike, so I, I might uh-huh. occasionally, if he has to go to the facilities, be at his booth as well. And I'm going to be giving stuff away. So you keep an eye peeled for when I show up at the booth because you're going to get a deal, folks. I'm just saying. <laughs> Good. Yeah, looking forward to meeting everybody. I really am. It's going to be a lot of fun. Three days there, and uh, yeah, yeah be great so just thinking about um lat the past year briefly you know so what sticks out in your mind over the over the past year um in the automotive world that uh personal and otherwise that sort of strikes you wow and we hadn't talked about this we hadn't prepared for this so you know I'm no we had it out there yeah, they got to be fast on your feet, Richard. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, you know, after the pandemic, it seems like everybody's getting back at full stride now, going to car shows. We see a lot of interesting cars coming out that people were working on and finishing up restoring while they were on lockdown. So we're seeing more uh, cars that we haven't seen before instead of the same old stuff, you know, making the circuit rounds. So I noticed that happening. I see more interest in... Japanese cars from the 60s and 70s. I see that growing uh, quite fast. And, uh, you know, if everybody could put their prejudices aside, there was a pretty cool, and not so fast, but uh, pretty interesting, you know, Japanese cars from the 60s and 70s. I know I was 70, 71 Toyota Celica GT. I think that'd be cool in the early Datsun Z. Datsun, you know, 1600 Roadster. There's a lot of, you know, cool Japanese cars out there, and I see interest in those growing in the last year. So uh, that's good, you know. Outside of that, you know, uh, I wish that we would see more car events, especially with the AACA. It seems like a lot of car shows have faded away while others have grown. I know here near Knoxville, Pigeon Forge is a hotbed 
of car conventions throughout the season, and they're huge, five, six, 600 cars. Some, some of these uh, F-150 shows have uh, 1,000 trucks. So uh, I see some of, the, some of the big events getting bigger and some of the small events fading away. And I saw that happening over the last year or so. So, uh, you know, outside of that, it seems that uh, people are putting more money into restoring cars because with the pandemic and losing friends and family, they said, you know what? Screw this. Can't keep your money in a 401. I could be dead if the next round of uh, virus comes around. I want to enjoy myself. So I see a lot of people uh, restoring cars because when you're buying parts, I know I've been buying parts on my Triumph TR3, and I got stuff on back order for like a year now because they just can't meet the demand. So I see that happening too. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, you know, we are still dealing with the after effects of COVID. It's not just the fact that, you know, people, you know, have gotten into new routines or are taking time to get back into the old routine. It's just different out there. Uh, people were not going to shows in any number hardly at all during COVID because, of course, the lockdown. And then even once things started opening back up, I think people, you know, they were doing things at home and they were engaged in their hobbies, sometimes in car hobbies, sometimes other hobbies and other things. But you're right about one thing. There are a ton of new cars out there on the show circuit yeah. and at the car shows and at the cruise-ins. Um, you know, I've participated in AACA judging for many, many, many years and have quite a few uh, judging credits behind me and uh, serve on the national awards team. And when you get out there on the field, um, you know, you always notice the, the first level of uh, competition in AACA uh, for re- restored vehicles is your first junior. And you can always, I've, I've never seen so many first juniors as I have this past year by percentage. Uh, just a ton wow. of first juniors, a lot of first timers getting these cars out on the field because they were inspired to finish them because they were sitting at home. Or they, right. they weren't even if they weren't sitting at home, they couldn't go anywhere when, on the weekends. So uh, they worked on their cars. And uh, Yeah, everybody has that mindset. Life's too short. So you might as well finish your car and have fun with it. You know, if... Yeah, and, people... and while we're bouncing around a bit, and we are bouncing around a little bit, and that's okay. Huh? We're good, cool. I'm cool with that. Uh, you know, we were going to talk about some New, New Year's resolutions. And, you know, if 70 I... AMC machine... Um, it continues to get closer and closer to uh, time to reassemble it. Uh, you know, getting parts, buying stuff, getting it all together, and making up your mind to get it done. And, you know, I've been dragging my feet on this car for a little while now, grant you. The typical scenario, and, you know, my paint guy is fantastic. What a talented guy. Let me interrupt a second. Is. But it... But the car's all painted and everything? Yeah, yeah. Everything's finished. I just need to travel over to West Virginia to pick up the hood, a uh, couple of braces, a few 
minor parts here and there, and my paintwork is done. Everything's done. So the only thing remaining is for me to pull the engine down, put it back together, and detail it, which for me, that's my favorite aspect of it. I I do a lot of my own body work as well. Um, I'm not one of those people that we've talked about this. You know, you do your own finished paintwork, and uh, yeah. I'm, I can't say enough about that because I, when you get ready to do the Triumph, I'm coming down, okay? Just a fair warning, I'm coming. Because okay. I've, ne- I've never really had the cojones to do a finished paint job. I've done a ton of body work over the years and took body, body shop, actual professional body shop classes um, for yeah. years. And so I, I know how to do it, but I've always felt like, you know what, you're going to screw it up. If you don't have a booth with, you know, an exhaust fan and, you know, heat lamps and all that jazz, it's going to come out poorly. And then that's not true. I know it's not true. No. I just need to break that thought, you know. Gentlemen, um, if, no, the only fan I use. General, yeah, gentlemen, uh, if, if you'll let shot. me, Tom. If y'all will let me, I want to just mention a couple of things right quick. I hate to interrupt you like this, but uh, looking back on the year, looking back on even the last few months, we've been very blessed at the Classic Car Show and that, unfortunately, we lost the first host that we ever had. In fact, the first host that we ever had on a regular basis at America's Web Radio, and that was Steve Ronaldo. And he and his beautiful wife, Brenda, both succumbed to COVID-19. And uh, that was quite a loss and quite a shock to everybody. But it also opened the door for meeting Tom Cox and Richard Lintonello. And uh, America's Web Radio is very blessed for that. We also lost... Uh, a very good gentleman to the most bizarre accident I think anybody could go through, and that was Chris Ritter. But on the other hand, our leader, Steve Moskowitz, has come through surgery and is doing quite well from what I understand, and we're very blessed to have Steve with us, you know, and guiding our ship. And I just wanted to say not all has been bad. It's There's always good in the darkest areas, you know, and light at the end of the tunnel. And um, for America's Web Radio, we're very blessed to have Tom and Richard with us. And you all have done a great job, as is so evident with the numbers and people that are listening to you. And I just wanted to take this opportunity to memorialize Steve and Chris, sort of, and at the same time, thank the two of you for picking up and going right along, and it's been great. Thank you. Now, we, we, we definitely appreciate the opportunity, and, you know, you, you, you mentioned Ronaldo, and I'll tell you, um, we can carry on the show, but we never replace Ronaldo. Steve was a, an hash. He was an enigma. He was his, just his own life form almost. Uh, I'd never, never met anybody like Steve. He and I were friends. 
Um, he, he was a great guy, had a wealth of knowledge, and uh, my, oh, my, what a funny guy. You could never predict what, what Steve was going to do from one moment to the next, whether uh, he would just swing by you and launch into song, whether it was uh, Monty Python or something from some Mel Brooks comedy, and, uh, you know, quite frankly, uh, I'm, I'm a Monty Python fan myself anyhow, and uh, uh, Steve would come over and, and he and I would uh, uh, do, a little, do a little duet every once in a while. Uh, what a guy, and uh, as you said, Brenda, such a sweetheart and always so supportive of Steve in everything he did, and uh, you know, their loss was just a huge, huge tragedy, uh, not, not only to the show, but uh, certainly to the automotive hobby as well. I mean, again, there'll not be another Steve, and uh, Chris Ritter, I, I have a hard time talking about it. Um, Chris and I were good friends. Um, you know, he and I had the uh, television show on on Velocity a number of years back, and uh, we worked really closely together there. Boy, talk about being in the in the trenches together! And uh, you know, gosh, I just I think about uh, Tam, his wife, and his family, and uh, I just know how hard that that situation is. And uh, you know, David, we're we're grateful for you and your tenacity uh doing a live webcast is not as easy as everybody thinks it might be um everybody and his brother has a podcast these days there are a gazillion podcasts out there um there are not that many live and then re uh edited and then uh, rebroadcast podcasts out there like ours. And David has always wanted to keep this thing live as well. He likes doing live. And, uh, you know, a lot of people aren't accustomed to live anymore. They, you know, they get the prepackaged podcast that's sort of sanitized. Sadly, with us, we're not sanitized, particularly because no. we have Richard along. <laughs> no, you know if you no, think we it, tell it like it is. If you if you think it's difficult doing a live broadcast, you ought to try doing a dead one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully we don't have to worry about that. I That's mean, true. I'm feeling pretty good now. <laughs> at, at Richard's advanced age, I mean, you know, <laughs> I just keep telling him take the Geritol, take vitamins, eat your greens. Carol, let me ask. Is there, can you, uh, can you cheap yourself to death? Can you what now? Can you cheap yourself to death? Eat yourself to death. Cheap, cheap, cheap tools, cheap cars, cheap anything. Oh, cheap, cheap, Cheap. oh. Yeah, cheap, cheap, cheap. you know, Lentinello, let... Lentinello like is a is, he is a professional cheap guy. You know, he, <laughs> he is an escapee from the home for the criminally cheap. That's what <laughs> well, you know, I I got to save my money because I got a lot of triumph parts that I need to buy. You know, 
and the amount of oil that my Triumphs leak, I just can't keep up with it. It's like I'm supporting BP and mobile, you know? So that's why I need to save my pennies, you know? <laughs> Pour all my money into the magazine, you know? Crankshaft Magazine, I was just informed two days ago, postal rates are going up on January 23rd. Again, I just got a notice from my printer last week. Paper costs are going up 10% again. So uh, that's why I'm cheap. I got to save all the money for Triumph Parts and the production of Frank Chef magazine to make sure it survives. So yeah, yeah. So I'm cheap. Okay, no problem. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> cheap and happy. That sounds like a mantra. You know, maybe uh, an epitaph. You know, when when the day comes, and we hope it's long from now, we just have that epitaph. Yeah, and you drive you drive around that Nissan you drive around that Nissan pickup truck and you get like sixteen miles a gallon. I got a Mini Cooper, forty two miles a gallon, baby. And then I put it in neutral when I go downhill to even save walk fast <laughs> mileage and engine rest and wear and tear. So uh yep. Call me cheap. That's okay. <laughs> and on a, on on the tombstone, this is what you get with green stamps. That's that's going back there. Yeah, green stamps. I remember my mother collecting those things. Uh, yeah. And uh, getting, like, little small appliances and stuff like that. I, I just barely recall going with her to the green stamp store when I was, gosh, I don't know how old I had to have been, you know, maybe four, five, something like that. But uh, Yeah, yeah you can go stamp to get a new blender. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get a set of hair curlers. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. Um, and Triumph so yeah, parts. New Year's, they sell those by the pound, David. Oh. By the pound. <laughs> you know, most things are sold by the piece or by the part. Triumph parts, they, they sell them by the pound. <laughs> yes, they do. And boy, oof, I got to get that new interior and side curtain. Boy, that's expensive. So, uh, yeah, that's why you got to be cheap. But uh, so, what's what's new for twenty three? You want to finish up your Rebel machine? I want to try to finish up my TR three. And what's your next project that you have waiting in the wings after your Rebel is done? After the Rebel gets done, okay, I'm going to throw a curveball at you. Go ahead. <sighs> There's two, actually, but I'll I'll start with the first. So this. this and I won't go down a rabbit hole, but, you know, you talk to people constantly, uh, we do, and most people who are car enthusiasts, I mean, we're always talking cars, and we talk to people from all different backgrounds, and people that like, you know, everything from Borg Wards to Camaros and everything in between. So I have some friends in AACA, and uh, one of them, uh, Ray, Ray Fisher, um, I was talking to and uh, our mutual friend and now current AACA president Wayne Tuck many many years years ago and there was a guy who had a Hubmobile well I've always wanted a Hubmobile Model E it was mm-hmm. the last true Hubmobile now, there was the Hub Skylark, uh, Graham Hollywood, 
but that was used with you know uh, utilizing dyes that they embodied parts that came from uh, the Cord Auburn Cord Duesenberg Company, the old Cord factory uh, bodies yep. that they modified somewhat to uh, you know produce their own cars. But the actual last true hub was the Model E, which is sort of a, a unique. What year? What year is that? Very rare. My well, thirty-eight and thirty-nine. Uh, okay, you know, and they all, good looking car. Now that, yeah, the Model E is is the six cylinder. They also built an eight, but uh, you know it has sort of unusual headlights and and just yep. a, an interesting facelifted uh, car from the um, original uh, Lowy design, which was pretty distinctive of its own. But anyhow, um, so you have one. So, yeah, I mean they said, you know, we know this guy. He's got a Hummobile. He was a Hummobile dealer. He passed away, and then his nephew inherited the car, and the car's never been titled out of the dealership's name. I'm like, really? Wow, that's crazy. So I'd be interested in that, but what is it? He said, well, it's a 39. I said, well, okay. What does it look like? I'm like, dang on, it's a Model E. I said, yeah, please do. Give, give this guy my phone number and tell him when he gets ready to sell the car, call yeah. me, because I'd be interested in it. And I hadn't looked at it or anything. So uh, seven seven years go by. I've forgotten about the car completely. I have no idea. It's not even on the radar. I get a phone call, and, uh, oh, yeah, this is so-and-so and such-and-such. And, such. and uh, I was given your name a few years ago. Um, I'm going to be selling my uncle's hutmobile. I mean, I'm like dumbfounded, thinking, you know, what the heck? Where does this come from? And then it what dawned on me. Is it? So it's all original. It's got thirty-six thousand miles on it. Wow! It's still, it's still titled in the dealership name. Is it that color blue and that I like? No, it's uh, it's the burgundy color. Oh, burgundy's a nice color for that mobile. Yes, burgundy color, and um, you know, all original, stem to stern, and so uh, I have everything gathered together, uh, all my gaskets and everything, because of course it's got stuck valves. It's the engine turns over freely, and I've had it pickling, you know, just to loosen everything up. Uh, put a uh, little bit of uh, diesel fuel and some Marvel's mystery oil in it, and just let it sit and pickle. Um, if I'm breaking something free, I use a different concoction. I use uh, 50-50 acetone and, and ATF, but I just don't like leaving acetone in anything for a long period of time. Just so what's your goal with this car? Eat everything. What's that? So what's your goal? So what's your goal? Are you going to do a complete restoration on it? No, 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 no. Uh, it, 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 it's not going to be perfect. Um, I'm going to... You know the chrome is still in pretty decent shape. I'm gonna got you know, original I've paint. Already worked on some of that. Got original paint. So here's the thing. You know the body of the car received obviously a whole lot more paint than the fenders did. You know the doors and the body itself. The fenders where the car sat for such a long time. The paint is really thin. You know, and uh, it's got a little bit of patina coming through, a little rust coming through here and there, surface rust, nothing, you know, 
there's no cancer on the car at all. There's just this little bit of surface rust on the on the fender. So I, you know, I'm, I was tempted to do something, but I don't think I'm going to. I think I'm just going to clean it up. I'm going to use CLR on the on the fenders to get rid of uh, CLR and Scotch Bright pads on the fenders to get rid of that uh, surface rust. Okay. That'll leave what's left of the paint there, okay, and there'll be some patina. Now, the body, on the other hand, and the doors, I've buffed the heck out of those, um, and it coming, it's coming out beautifully. So really all I need to do is get in the engine compartment, pull the head, do the valves, because I've got three or four stuck valves in it, and uh, I've got everything necessary to put it all back together. And uh, my good friend Dave Romani, who is uh, the uh, hub, Guru, yeah, um, from up I, up in I've Connecticut. I've been at his garage. Yes, I've been at his Dave. lawn in Connecticut. It's the Hupmobile Museum of the World. Oh, He's got yeah. original Dave. engineering drawings, everything. Yeah, Dave's an amazing guy, and yeah, you know, uh, a very generous and helpful guy too. Anybody that even mentions Hupmobile, Dave is there to help them out and do whatever, and he. He's done the same for me. I've got, you know, my wheel cylinders. They're sleeved and ready to go on the car. Um, I've got glass that needs to be replaced. Dave had patterns. He had it cut and shipped to me. Um, And and he's doing all that out of the goodness of his own heart. It just speaks so highly to the people that are in our hobby. And, uh, you know, Romani is one of those people, just a great guy. So, So there you go. I've got that. And then, because of the 1910 Model 20 Hudson, I've got to get the 57 Hornet back on the road. Got to. So that I can have yeah. them side by side. So You know, with all your projects, it seems to me that you're really wasting your time working every day with that, you know, eyeglass company that you own. You really need to quit or sell it or just let your wife run it so you could get these cars on the road. Because, you know, the future generations, you know, you, they need to see what some of these old cars look like on the road. So uh, you need to get working, pal. Enough of this <laughs> I eyeglass stuff. You need to get work. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> no, more, no more eye exams, no more glasses right. and contacts. i got to get my priorities. You're wasting priorities. your time. <laughs> right. Got, get your priorities. i got to get my priorities. Straight. In line. <laughs> point well taken you know and I, I think that i'll have to move i'll probably end up having to move to knoxville though because uh you know once i get all this stuff moving you're gonna have to do all my finished paint work so hey no problem my uh uh paint okay, guns are time. i just rebuilt them with new seals so we're good to go okay let's take a break new brushes Ah, oh, it's time to go for a break again. Just when we're on a break time. Bye. Since the 1960s, J.C. Taylor has been America's premier specialty insurance provider for classic cars, antique autos, modified, and custom vehicles. Our customers have trusted us to protect their prized possessions for more than six decades. For more information, or to receive a quote, contact our expert team today by calling 888-ANTIQUE or by visiting our website at jctaylor.com slash awr. That's 888-268-4783. 
or visit jctaylor.com slash awr drive through time with peace of mind jc taylor when it comes to car magazines are you tired of reading about mega dollar collector cars you can't afford or endless reporting on auctions and how-to tech stories that don't interest you then crankshaft is the car magazine for you crankshaft is a 144 page softcover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories the type of car features you won't find anywhere else it features american and foreign cars pre and post-war era cars of distinction including sports cars muscle cars and regular family sedans too to discover what many car enthusiasts are saying is the best car magazine ever published you can purchase either a single copy for twelve dollars and ninety five cents plus three dollars postage or a one-year subscription four issues for fifty nine dollars and ninety five cents to order your copy go to www.crankshaftmagazine.com that's www.crankshaftmagazine.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And now, back to the classic car show on America's Web Radio with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello. And before we get going again, I'd like to uh, just ask you guys, I happen to know for a fact that... Uh, both of you have words of wisdom as far as J.C. Taylor insurance goes. And I wanted to show what an endorsement might sound like. Tom, what do you think of J.C. Taylor insurance? Well, hey, David, the, the, uh, the dreaded clipping is back. Yeah, I know. There it goes. It went away. Okay, so anyway, what... Uh, come again? What do you guys think about J.C. Taylor Insurance? I wanted to show folks, if they advertise with us, what kind of endorsements uh, you might get. You all have both had J.C. Taylor for a while, haven't you? You're there, Rich. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, I can't hear David. So we'll pick it up until we hear <laughs> Okay. Uh, hear right. David's voice. Okay. There he is. He's okay. back. All right. I'm back. Uh I was just wanting to show folks that are interested in advertising in the Classic Car Show what an endorsement might sound like from Tom and Rich about J.C. Taylor Insurance. Well, if you need insurance, call J.C. Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) We all need insurance. And you all have had it for a while, haven't you? All my cars are insured with J.C. Taylor. All my cars have yep. been insured with J.C. Taylor for many, yep. many, many, many years. Hey, Richard, right? Yep, yep, me too. My Triumphs are insured. Yep. So, uh, good. Okay. They've always done a tremendous job for me. I, I no zero, zero complaints, and I can tell you, uh, I won't even begin to tell you how many cars I have on that policy. Way too many. Just need to more get than any saint. We just need to get them to advertise in Crankshaft Magazine. <laughs> That's right. Um, but, yeah, no, J.C. Taylor has always done a tremendous, tremendous job for us. You know, so, uh, one God, thing i, I got to say is Bob Wallace, Bob Wallace is a friend, and, you know, he was president of uh, J.C. Taylor. But one thing I, I've got to mention is the fact that I've gone through – Oh, several hurricanes with Bob and J.C. Taylor Insurance and never heard a complaint one from anybody that has J.C. Taylor Insurance when a natural disaster has 
hurt some of their classic cars in some way or the other. J.C. Taylor is always there. So, back to the show. All right. You're talking about projects. Yeah. Projects. And, yeah, we're not going to be running out of projects anytime soon, I'll tell you. I keep seeing stuff, and, you know, that's the problem. I've finally turned it off, though. You know, there is no more room at the end. So we've reached maximum capacity here um, up on the mountain. But... um, you know, there's there's a lot of really good stuff out there that's available. I, I'll tell you, you know, just for a daily driver or a, a tour car, there's a 59 Ford Fairline for sale over in West Virginia. 62,000-mile original car. It's that, it's that very common two-tone green. Oh, um, yeah, nice-looking car. It has the uh, Y-block motor in it. I uh, forget yep. which which configuration. Sixty two thousand miles, and apart from detailing this car and cleaning it up, there's a little bit of patina on the on the trunk lid. Sixty two thousand miles, beautiful interior, asking seventy nine hundred dollars. Seventy nine hundred dollars. I mean, what wow. a deal! I'll um, go there with three grand. Know. See if he would take it. Job. Why not? I'm telling you, you never know. <laughs> you never All know. they can do is shoot. All they can do is shoot you. You know, yeah, yeah, I'm that's always okay. shocked. <laughs> that's okay. I, I'm always shocked. I am always <laughs> shocked at at you know the fact that uh, when I was younger, I was always afraid to make these offers. And then when I that, as I got older, I became bolder. You and, do. You don't care when you get older. What could they say? Right. No. That's it. And it's true. Eh, and right. part of it's wisdom, you know. Part of it's like, you know, hey, what's the worst that's going to happen to me, you know? Right. When you're 16, 17 years old, you're like thinking, you know, oh, my gosh, I'm going to insult them. They're going to be angry. <laughs> you know? And yeah. today you offer them, lowball them, and you're thinking, well, you know, what's the worst can happen? Worst happens in traffic when I'm getting flipped off because, you know, I forgot to use a turn signal or... Right, right. Merge quickly, you know, or something like that. So, yeah, you're right. You always make the yeah. offer. All make they the can offer. do is say no. But but that that's a good deal for that car, even as uh, it stands. So, uh, yeah, there are good deals out there. You just got to look around, you know. And you buy the car that has the least amount of corrosion and rust and accident damage, and you'll be good to go. No, it, it, it's really true there's just so much good stuff out there um you know i lately i don't know why there have been a ton of model a's out there for sale in yes. under 10 10 grand now grant you they're not beautiful cars but every part's available everything is available they're so right. simple to work on i mean just right. and they're fun to drive basic basic Oh, yeah. They're fun to drive. And I used to drive this Phaeton around, and boy, that was a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, Model A, you can't go wrong. And the other thing about the Model A, nothing but nothing else ever built sounds like a Model A. Right. It's true. I don't know why yeah. that has always stuck with me, but I love the sound of a Model A clacking down the road. It's just uh, really cool. Yeah. But, yeah. It has a- I mean, under... 
under ten grand. But anyhow, I'm going to post this car later up later on this weekend, and uh, yep. someone out there who's been listening to this live—that's the benefit of listening live. You know, if we find something really, really good, we can pass that deal along. You can snag it before somebody else does. But uh, yes, but yeah, uh, you know, I got a couple of cool Christmas gifts that uh, you know the Grinch visited your house, and you know, I don't know, you know, you've been pretty bad all year, so maybe you didn't get anything cool, but maybe you did. But I got something cool, and yeah. it is a magnetic pickup tool, and it's not just your average, I have a ton of magnetic pickup tools in my toolbox, um, because I'm always dropping something, and you know the law of automotive restoration, you know, if you drop something, it's going to roll to some point of inaccessibility, you know, if you drop a, 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 if you're working on the engine, you drop something, it goes all the way to the center of the car, it's like there's a magnet in the middle, um, so you right. want to have some sort of a magnetic pickup tool. This one here that I have um, has got a really, really, most of them that are lighted, you know, they have a light down at the end with the magnet. The magnets use, I mean, the light's usually really weak and the magnet's not so good and they're pretty stiff and they'll break up. This one here has a flex head on the end of it. It's got three LED, really bright LED lights, and a really, really, really strong magnet. And uh, I am thankful uh, that uh, someone thought enough of me to get that for me for Christmas. And uh, it's made by this company. It's called Dodowin, D-O-D-O-W-I-N. And uh, I'm going to chase that down and put that out there, too, because I've got a whole drawer full of magnetic pickup tools this one's the best by far and i it's really long too it's probably got about three feet on it um including the Ooh, that's a good one yeah yeah it's nice so i'm really 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 fortunate and happy about that so you did know, you get anything for christmas oh okay uh, no let's let's go talk about dropping we know you didn't get anything for christmas it's okay no Speaking of dropping nuts and bolts on your floor, you know when they have all these epoxy finished floors with all those flakes in it? I don't do the flake deal because it's like the flakes camouflage that little washer or that little nylon nut, and then you can never find it. So why would you want to put flakes on your floor? You know, you just want a single color so that nut and bolt and washer and and that cotter pin, they will stand out, and you'll be able to find it easier. So you can keep your flakes. Not interested. But uh, <laughs> Christmas, oh. Uh, got some, you know, car books. And, uh, you know, it was a very quiet Christmas this year because we, we bought ourselves uh, a new couch and a new bedroom set. So we went easy on everything else. So uh, no car-related stuff, but... Uh, now with the new year, and it's warming up down here in Tennessee, it's already, you know, the days are into the high 50s already and low 60s. So uh, back to working in the garage again, and trying to work under so CIP and get that done. Both of us were lamenting the fact that in Christmas has gone by that neither one of us had received 
the visible V8 engine for Christmas. No. So Still, after all these decades. Lo and behold, what pops up under my tree this year, the visible V8 by Revel. And, Your uh, wife bought it for you? Years, yep, the visible V8. And uh, so now I've got it and you don't. I've even got the wankle, too. So, wow, you got both you know, of them. Wow, you got a great wife. Wow, know, Tammy's a wonderful... Something for you to yeah. aspire to. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. Um, huh. So, yeah. Well, you know, so, uh, I do know I do know how to pick locks, and I know when you're out of your house, and I know where you live. I just may come and swipe that one day at <laughs> 2 in the afternoon, and... <laughs> So, Good for you. Yeah, after all these years. So uh, the first snowfall, if we get one this year, um, and I'm not down there uh, schlepping eye care for everybody, um, I'm going to stick it out here at the house, and uh, we're going to put together the visible V8. So, And, you know, the oh, cool this- thing about it is it hasn't changed a bit. It still has a generator. You know, well, there you go. Sure That's the real deal. Upgraded, upgraded to an alternator even? No. Still got the generator. So, I mean, it is the original visible V8 still available. You know, Good. unadulterated by modern technologies. <laughs> so, uh, you know, just insofar as things I don't, you know, there are some things out there this year that I hope people don't miss. Because we got to wrap it up, but uh, one Hershey. There've been lots of rumors about the Hershey ACA fall meet in October, and yes, there are changes going on, but they are not going to be bad changes. Uh, things are just moving right. around because um, you know the Hershey Park up there. Man, it just becomes more popular every year, and uh, Herco they have stockholders to look after and so you know they got to keep their business going got to do what's in their best interest too um but that doesn't mean to the exclusion of the aaca fall meet at hershey and so it's going to be great if you haven't been start thinking about it now and you're going to want to be there all week long just saying Um, and you've got an amc event out near you this year too don't you yeah We've got some great shows coming up here in the Knoxville area. Yeah. So, well, we got to wrap right. it up. We're out take of care, here. Folks. Thanks for Goodbye. dealing with us. We appreciate it. Good. Take care. Bye bye. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.